0: So friends, welcome again to another episode of the potluck podcast. I am Jared Cornette, joined as always, well, not as always, but typically with Matt Hensley and Alan Murray, guys, how are y'all doing at the start of another week in the greatest season of all fall?
1: Well, it doesn't feel like fall yet. And last night here felt like spring because I came home from the Dallas Cowboys game And my wife was under the covers because we were apparently under a tornado watch. Like the storm was still like an hour away, but she was prepared. She was ready uh, for it because covers are going to protect her from a raging tornado. But, but anyway, doing well, doing wonderful and living the dream as our mutual friend, Ryan Jesperson says, what about Jay Allen senior discount Murray?
2: Doing well. Uh, it is It is starting to feel like fall here in eastern North Carolina. I'm, I'm outside recording, seeing just a little bit of color on the trees. Uh, we're having revival services this week at Centerville, and so have been very busy with that. Um, but doing well and enjoying being outdoors and recording with you guys about all sorts of fun events going on in the Southern Baptist Convention.
0: Alan, don't you know you cannot schedule a revival? Only God can send it.
2: I agree Man. wholeheartedly. <laughs> as does our revival preacher. Uh, but but we we, we can see preaching meeting. the
0: revival for you.
2: Uh, Royce Williams that we had on before. Yeah. Uh talking about uh, vocational evangelism.
0: That's awesome. Well, I just watched my Atlanta Braves win game three of the NLDS, so I'm looking forward to seeing how they can uh, screw this up and uh, (laughs) let us down once again as Braves fans. So uh, they'll probably wait till the NLCS
1: to break our hearts. Dude, I'm loving it because our our game was uh, postponed, of course, but Kyle on Not Another Baptist Podcast had made his prognostication – That it was going to be the Brewers and the Yankees in the World Series. What a horn pick! (laughs) All, all, all I I want right now is for y'all to beat the Brewers because I don't really want to go any further. I just, I just want him to be completely out of it from the very beginning. Like, and you have all learned could have lost; they would lose, and so. That's really what I'm hoping for.
0: And you all have just learned how healthy Matt and Kyle's relationship is. And <laughs> oh, apparently how healthy mine and Matt's relationship is since he drove by my house yesterday twice and did not even say hello. So
1: yeah, because uh, anytime I do, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Britney Spears wrote like a song about us called Talk, <laughs> I think. So
0: Matt will text uh, me like at nine o'clock at night. What are you doing? Trying to get the kids to sleep. Oh, I, I was gonna see if you want gonna get coffee. What? I, I can't. I got, I got a five-year-old, two-year-old. All right, anyways, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about uh, Southern Baptist Life, things going on in Southern Baptist Convention, and a little Southern uh, culture topic as well. Uh, we're going to start off with the law firm that has represented the SBC Executive Committee since 1966. Since Alan Murray was a youth pastor in 1966, uh, Guther uh, and Jordan Law Firm, uh, there have uh, represented them, and they have uh, notified the executive committee, uh, particularly Dr. Floyd, that they will be stepping down from that uh, due to the executive committee uh, waiving attorney-client privilege. Uh, that's pretty big news in light of what we just learned last week uh, with the Sex Abuse Task Force and the investigation going on there. Um, I, I would imagine it's not going to be hard to find another firm to uh
1: replace that but for Guther Jordan Price to, to step down pretty big news right guys I think you know 56 years uh you know that's that's as long as Jay Allen has had the senior discount and uh and so that's a long time to surf. and uh so look forward to you know who's going to represent us in the future Jay Allen or I guess I should say that a little louder Jay Allen
2: uh, what Matt said, I said, and uh, I did get the senior discount two weeks ago at Harris Teeter, <laughs> saved five, 5% on the grocery deal. Uh, they offered it to me once before, and Hold I on. turned it down, and, and I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to take it. Whatever. They,
0: <laughs> you didn't ask for it, They offered it. You were absolutely right.
2: Yep. This is the best. Yep. That's the greatest thing I've heard all day. I, I declined the first time, but the second time, I'm like, if you're going to do this again, you know what? Whatever. I'll take the 5% off. Um, Yeah.
1: I love it.
0: That is, um, I gotta, I gotta send a check to that guy here, Teeter now for doing that. I didn't <laughs> think he'd actually do it, but all right, well, yeah. Big news for that. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you up to date with updates uh, from the Texas abuse task force, the investigation as we get that information, of course. Uh, other things like this right here, but we also had last week, last Friday, reservations open up for the uh, annual meeting in Anaheim. Um, and uh, these hotel reservations have uh, been very large. And as I told Matt G., I wonder why. And I, I'm sure it's because of the Pastors Conference. Everybody's really excited about the Pastors Conference, but there was just shy of 2,000 people, 1,894 registrations were booked for a total of 8,602 hotel nights um this is one good we, we want southern baptists to show up to the annual meeting uh but it's also kind of indicative of what's happening that's making people show up in ways that they haven't before uh, where'd you guys get your hotel out if you don't mind sharing on the internet so you may not want to share and that's fine as well
1: well i honestly do not know i am i'm i guess at the convention hotel the uh Event planners for us uh, with uh, the pastor's conference, booked all of that. And so it would have been through the regular, uh, I know, big deal, big deal, hashtag big deal. But uh, normally I will say, if you're still looking for a hotel, uh, there is a great one that we stay at every single time that we go to Anaheim. And that's the King's Inn Hotel. Uh, That's right. I think it's maybe 0.3 miles from Disneyland. And it's always cheap. It's not nice in the sense of it's not like fancy or whatever, but it's cheap and it's reasonable. And uh, so maybe you can save a little money there. Um, And you don't uh, spend
0: much time in your hotel room at the annual meeting anyways. You just sleep
1: there. Yeah. So if if you know you're safe to be able to sleep there, it's just fine. And that one's a safe place to be. And, uh, but yeah, I thought that was really neat. Uh, like you said, you know, have no idea why I would like to believe it's because everybody's coming to the SBC pastors conference. Uh, but I also know that leading up to that day, there's quite a bit of news in the SBC world and a lot of that news swirled around the fact that decisions are made by those in the room. And uh, we saw those decisions impacted something months later. And, uh, and so I think you see a renewed, maybe desire to be there in the room. And that's always a good thing. And, uh, and so that's the neat thing about this podcast is every week we're going to come together and be able to share some of the news and events and things like that. And as we get closer to the SBC annual meeting, even more as we share what's going to be on the docket. And uh, so very encouraged by that. Uh, 1,894 registrations. And so uh, I, I would love to see us match Nashville. Maybe that's not going to happen, but that's going to be phenomenal.
2: I did not use the convention website. I, I was going to, um, I had the thing queued up. And then uh, I book rooms often through the hotels.com app. Um, and so I got to looking on there and I found some stuff that was equally as close and a little bit cheaper that I thought had a, it was geared more towards the resort aspect of Anaheim with Disney than it was the convention center. And so since we're planning on bringing the girls with us, I just went ahead and jumped on that. So I'm I'm sorry I didn't use the convention website, um, but I do have a room for Anaheim. So I I would suspect, you know, you're you're seeing those almost 1900 registrations. There's probably quite a number of people like myself who've gone through other means, um, be it a website like Expedia or Hotels, who do not sponsor our podcast or Airbnb, something like that. Um, I I think it's going to be much higher attended than anybody ever anticipated. Uh, for it being all the way in the People's Republic of California.
0: You know, I'll, uh, I th- I've i heard a lot of people, Alan, who've done what you did. I will give uh, some peace to friend and listener of the podcast, Jonathan Howell, who helps oversee that. that I did use the uh, convention's website to book my hotel. I got the uh, Marriott right there. I was able to get in right when it started. I think it was number 191 uh, on the registration, so I was able to get in and get a, get a good room. Uh, for the the time of the pastors conference, I guess I want to go to that. I don't I haven't really decided yet. And then we'll go to the <laughs> go, to, go to the annual meeting as well. Uh, and I will say it was the best that the uh, bookings ever been uh, for that. Um, are you are you guys surprised though? As of now, more rooms booked for Anaheim than at Nashville at this point.
1: I think I am. Uh, and, uh, and I think you, you had a, a good experience with it. I know our event planners had uh, a rough go at it, but, uh, but yeah, I, I was kind of surprised uh, certainly with uh, the difference between Nashville. It'd be one thing if we're talking about, you know, the last one being in Phoenix or something like that, but I, I also was, you know, pleasantly underwhelmed by Nashville's or not pleasantly underwhelmed. I was underwhelmed by Nashville's initial, Uh, push because I kind of figured everybody would be so ready to get out from under quarantine and all of that kind of stuff that it was going to be well attended and uh, so that was a much uh, smaller one Uh, but uh, but yeah you guys tell me if I'm crazy
0: here's our plan Uh, we're gonna fly (laughs) we're gonna fly out to Portland uh, about a week and a half before the convention spend a night in Portland drive from Portland to the uh, Redwood National Forest, spend two day there. Two days there, drive to uh, Yosemite, spend two days there, and then drive to Anaheim, spend two days at Disneyland. Make that our big vacation for the year, and probably our, our last big vacation before child number three comes to our our home. Um, that's like twenty one hours in the car, uh, two states, the whole length of California,
1: with a it'll be a sis, almost six year old and a three year old. As the expert of that, um, yes, you are crazy. Thanks. Uh, we do that every husband. year and it's the worst. Glad to hear that. Yeah.
2: So decisions are made by those in the room and it sounds to me like the room you're probably going to end up in is your hotel room because you are going to be exhausted before the convention comes. Yeah. I-, I carried hope with me to Nashville and I tried ex- you know expressing and I said listen. The convention is nonstop. If you sign up for all the ancillary events, you go to Lifeway breakfast at six thirty, and you're going to Nine Marks at nine. You know you're having sixteen hour days, and you're just exhausted after the convention. Um, I cannot imagine doing that much driving and that much sightseeing, and then still trying to attend the convention, especially after Disney, because Disney's exhausting. I've never been to uh, communist Disney World over there in California like we're going to do. I've only been to the one in Orlando, but. Um, I would imagine it's probably just as exhausting and probably going to be way more crowded because they try to cram as much stuff into like one-eighth the amount of space.
0: I think you've taught me how to go into the Pastors Conference. I'll take those two days to just relax and recover for the annual meeting. You know, know,
1: we'll just do that. I think I'm going to do the same thing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So, hey, if you haven't got your hotel, go to the SBCAnnualMeeting.net. You can book it through the Summer uh, Maps Convention. It's, it's helpful to do that because it helps you get discounts on the rooms and things like that. But you can always go other ways too if you would like. Hey, let's talk about a little Southern culture here. And who doesn't love a good fifth Sunday night Southern gospel singing? uh southern yes. gospel is near and dear to a lot of people's hearts and the southern gospel hall of fame and museum is seeking a new home and i hear farmersville texas could be a great location for that uh, i didn't read the article matt you tell us about it because <laughs> i don't Care about Southern
1: Gospel. I literally didn't read it either. I just saw we needed the uh, Southern Culture topic, and I saw Southern Gospel (laughs) Hall of Fame is looking for a new location. And so I figured this would be the perfect place for us.
0: So, Alan, tell us about where you go on vacation. I'm sure y'all go every year for vacation.
2: It's good that somebody actually read the Bad Press article amongst the three of us. That would be me. I read that article. So, I have actually been to the Southern Gospel Music Hall of Fame more than once. Uh, and it's in a peculiar location, and it is where I have been on vacation multiple times, including last year. It is located inside of Dollywood, and so the only way to go to the Southern Gospel Music Hall of Fame is to go to Dollywood, which I've always thought is kind of peculiar because it's one of those things that somebody may not care anything about Dollywood, but they care about Southern Gospel music. Um, I think I care more about Dollywood than I do Southern Gospel music, um, I know that you guys think I'm 8,000 years old, and I do get the senior citizen discount at Harris Teeter on Thursdays for 5% off my grocery bill, but I don't like gospel. It is nothing. I like bluegrass gospel, which sometimes overlap. Uh, but Dollywood did not renew their living there for like 21 years, but Dollywood wants to expand. And so they are looking for a new home. Uh, if you want to help out, they say that you can join the Southern Gospel Music Association. I would rather join AARP than I would join that. Uh, But they are moving, they're looking for vacation. So I think the consensus here is uh, maybe Matt. I know Matt, you occasionally listen to the Gaithers. I've been forced to do that a number of times, uh, being drugged to homecomings as a child. But uh, do you, Southern Gothic, Matt, do you listen to the Happy Goodmans when you wake up after doing your quiet time? Uh,
1: Only the Gaither Vocal Band. Uh, I am Gaither Vocal Band only, kind of like the KJV only. Uh, I had to do it in my head. G V B O. I am Gaither vocal band only. And I don't even know that like purists in the Southern gospel world are big fans of them, but I can listen to them all day, particularly back when they had David Phelps and Guy Penrod. And, uh, but yeah, that's about all I can listen to. And, uh, but I do love that. And, uh, yeah, uh, and i'm pretty sure though that jared listens to it after bama loses i think that's how he like reinvigorates his soul i listened to the
0: need to breathe album on repeat on the way back from
1: uh college station this weekend
0: uh, from midnight till 3 a.m my grandfather had a southern gospel band uh, with uh, his brother sister and a cousin and they sang all over the southeast and He would say, we sang in front of 5,000 and we sang in front of five, you know, whoever invited them to sing, they would, and they sang with Gold City, if you've ever heard them, uh, they're from my hometown, I believe they sang with the Gaithers too, and so uh, pretty much everybody in my family can sing except for myself, and so in 1997, They started the Cornut Family Singing Reunion at 12th Street Baptist Church in Gadsden, Alabama. And I kid you not, you'd have around 100 to 120 Cornuts in the choir at the church singing gospel songs, singing hymns. Uh, about an hour and a half presentation and then um my grandfather's quartet would sing and their kids would sing with them and we would average we, we, we would pack out the sanctuary at about Baptist Church it was probably 700 people 700-800 7, people would bus in for this they did it at some larger venues they did it for 20 years uh and I I, I sat up in the choir loft and lip sang the whole time and because uh, that God had did not call me to sing Amen. and so I uh I got drugged to a lot of Southern Gospel scenes as a kid, and uh, now I have the authority at our church to say, we're not going to have any of these. Uh, I've, I've paid my price. Nothing wrong with Southern Gospel music. If that's your thing, I mean, it's better than cocaine, so I'm glad that you choose Southern Gospel music, I guess, uh, over something like that. But uh, I hope they find a new home, and I hope I never visit it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Send us out before we get canceled by like the Uh, S-G-M-A or whatever it was.
0: (laughs) Well, friends, thanks for joining us at the Potluck. Uh, Get you a lawyer. Keep it on retainer if you can.
1: Uh, (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Uh,
0: Hey, friends, thanks for coming to the Potluck, uh, for hearing SBC News. Get your hotel for Anaheim and listen to Center Gospel Music, whether you're driving or flying to the annual meeting and talk mad the bookings for Center Gospel Music for the Pastors Conference. Join us next time, same Baptist Time. St. Baptist Hour. Stay Baptist, my friends.